0: Welcome to the Breakthrough Hour with Pastor Camille McKenzie.
1: Rise to your dominion, do not tarry; it shall speak. Who am I speaking to?
0: Pastor Camille McKenzie is a powerful woman of God who was anointed and appointed to execute the spiritual mandate.
2: You must win.
0: She operates in the five-fold ministry to bring deliverance by the power of the Holy Ghost to a lost world.
2: But i come to prophesy to somebody
1: and let you know that Jehovah has the final say.
0: This the- is your Breakthrough Hour. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia.
1: And our theme on today is Walk in Your Purpose turn to your neighbor say walk in your purpose and if you're from jamaica you say walk in your purpose all right and for the caucasian walk in your purpose walk in your purpose jeremiah chapter one one to ten i'm not going to read all of it for time's sake but i want you to take out your sword your word and just read with me from verse four it says then the word of the lord came to me saying before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I sanctified you I ordained you a prophet to the nations then I said ah Lord God behold I cannot speak for I am a youth but the Lord said to me, Do not say I'm a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the anointing that makes preaching easy and so father right now I pray that this word shall not return void but there will be an accomplishment in the house father I pray even now that there will be a conviction illumination sense of revelation deliverance and breakthrough and so I ask for your blessing, as I decrease and you increase, let it be receptive in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It's Ladies Sunday. Once again, the theme is Walk in Your Purpose. You may be seated in the presence of God. By way of homiletics, I have three points. Number one, called out. Number two, the set-apart life. And number three, God has a purpose by way of introduction according to the oxford dictionary the definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists the bible emphatically stated that all things were created by and for the almighty god anything that's not created with a purpose is futile it's the purpose for which the thing was created that gives it meaning for example the sun and the moon gives light the rain provides water for irrigation and domestic purposes and similarly god created every person who enters the earth realm with a purpose and it is this purpose that gives our lives meaning turn to your neighbor and say neighbor I have a purpose Say, neighbor you are looking at a walking purpose allow me to give you a history of the text so the name Jeremiah means Yahweh throws or Yahweh establishes Jeremiah was called of God in his youth, and he was called from a family that experienced exile. He was called to deliver a message in a time when it was not favorable, it was a time of judgment. He had to deliver a very unwelcoming message. Jeremiah prophesied the judgment. But not only did he prophesy the judgment, but he experienced it. He had to proclaim a message of doom to a stiff-necked group of people. You see, the people at the time when Jeremiah was prophesying had a phony religion. And they were uh, worshipping other gods. And their worship was polluted. He was known as the weeping prophet because he was given a difficult task and he was called to prophesy in a time of despair to a group who were imposters. You see in his moments of despair we see him lamenting and crying and pouring out his grief weeping over the nation for the people and for himself there were a time when uh, Jeremiah had to wear a yoke around his neck he experienced persecution and imprisonment rejected by men to the very end but I come to tell somebody that God's standard Is different from man's standard. And even though he's given this difficult task. And man may not think that he was worthy of such a task. The Bible said that God called this prophet. And so I want to talk to you about those who are called out. You see after the introduction of the text. It was said that God decided to call Jeremiah. And he's calling him through uh, the time of three prophets. Josiah, Jehoiakim, and Zedekiah. Jeremiah's father was a priest. And he was banished. And it was during that time that God called him. After his dad, gave, uh, his dad and his mom gave birth to him, he had a priestly ancestry, but it had nothing to do with the calling. Because your calling is not contingent upon whether or not your parents were in the ministry before. Now, the Bible says the word of the Lord came to me, saying, and listen what God says. He says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I consecrated you. I think I need a little bit more bass in my mic. So, the introduction of the call of the prophet is very essential, it means that it is a divine. Calling One cannot call themselves. God must be the one to do the calling. You see, the Greek word for call means to be invited to receive an invitation. So we're not called because of our goodness or because we deserve it or, you know, because... Uh, we have certain educational background or accolades or we look a certain way. But in the book of John, we learn that no one call themselves. A calling is not just a matter of deciding to give your heart to the Lord. God must first call you. And understanding must be granted to you. You must understand that God called you. You see a calling which God grants for a specific reason is a very special invitation by God to understand his plan and purpose of human life jeremiah did not call himself it's not a call from dad and it's not a call from mom but the bible says that god called him and this calling was placed on jeremiah's life before jeremiah existed it's interesting to understand that the calling must precede your birth the calling must precede your existence it means that before God decide to place a responsibility on you he already decide Ah, before your mother and your father get together God already Prescribe, design, inscribe what you're coming into the earth to do. So it's not an ordinary thing, it's a divine thing one thing I understand with calling is that uh, the people who God called are always the people who do not care for it. Uh, it's always the people who said, God, I don't think I am worthy of such a divine calling. Moses says, God, I cannot speak when he decided to call the 12 disciples uh, they were unlearned men when god called our persons in the bible most of them are the ones that society did not consider for the bible says that when they went to anoint david they overlooked him and they anointed all of his I mean they called all his brothers but they forgot about David God does not call the puffed up God does not call the ones who already think that they have everything together God does not call those who feel like it's their education he does not understand from the is that God makes sure he calls people where his glory can be seen and that's why some people will say okay you're a woman so what God wants the glory Ah, and it doesn't matter the gender and it doesn't matter the statue and it doesn't matter the background but as long as You are a humble vessel As long as you're a faithful vessel As long as You're not proud and And you think you know everything Then God will use you He placed purpose on him But I want you to underscore That it's a divine calling I am seeing who have given themselves title some people have given themselves the title of a pastor given themselves all these titles but their title does not match their actions or their attitude because you see a calling to the ministry is the only thing in the world where you don't need a prerequisite you don't need experience If you're a doctor, you better make sure you pass the exam. And if you're a lawyer, you better make sure you pass the bar. And anywhere you go in the world, if you're a bank manager, you better make sure you have what it takes. But when God is getting ready for his kingdom, he does not need anyone with any accolades. It's a divine calling. And you know the people who are called than the people of God themselves because when you are called you automatically have the heart of the kingdom, it doesn't have to be you, you don't have to be up front, and you don't have to be recognized, and they don't have to Call your name, all you're saying in the back of your head. As long as the kingdom can propel in the earth, I will do whatever it takes. I'll be the doormat, I'll clean the toilet, I'll clean the floor, I'll vacuum, I'll clean the kitchen, I'll do shut-ins, I'll do any task, any task. Is polluted with people who have called themselves they don't love kingdom they don't even love God's people all they love is to be puffed up and you call the title over and over and over and over again but if you give them a task they don't want to do it and if you tell them to do certain things, they feel like they're bigger than it. And that's why God don't call the proud. If you're proud, you better sit down. Because God will never use the proud. He says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you in due season. Some of you are too proud. And you too puffed up. And the anointing will never flow. Because the oil flow when you're heart is right. People with a right heart love the things of God. People with a right heart want to see God's kingdom propelling the earth. People with the right heart it's got a humility thing going on. Praise purpose on Jeremiah. He called him. (laughs) Ah, he called him, not because he was capable. For he says, ah, God, me? Ah, he said, ah, Lord, I cannot speak. I'm a youth. Two things he has going for him. He has a speech problem going. He doesn't know how to speak. And the other thing is young. But God said, yes, it's you I want. I don't want anybody else for this dispensation. Because in case you didn't know, it was before you came in the earth. I have this purpose on you so when you step in the universe your purpose is waiting on you some of you don't understand that when you come in the earth it's before you step in the earth the purpose is waiting in the earth because it's divine and the word must proceed oh good God almighty manifestation come after the word is spoken and so when Jeremiah stepped in the earth the calling was already waiting on him some of you have your calling waiting But you're not in line with God. You'll be waiting a very long time. Because God is waiting on you. And until you're in alignment. Nothing will happen. And so God call him. We know that in Ephesians 4.11. He says and he gave some apostles. Some as prophets. Some as evangelists. And some as pastors and teachers. He gave. Not you give him. He gave. Not you get up one day and said. I am pastor so and so. Let me tell you something. A pastor at the title of a pastor is given to somebody who's shepherding flocks if you're not shepherding any flock you're not a pastor you've not be, you're not, you're not in the, actively in the position yet you may be a reverend or a minister but you're not shepherding anybody there's nobody you're shepherding you're not a pastor yet you don't give your title. You don't give yourself a title. It's God. There are people in the earth that are already pastors, but they've been overlooked. And there are people who are pastoring that shouldn't be pastoring because they put themselves in the position and there's a problem in the kingdom. Because you see, call people know how to move kingdom. Ah, the apostle Paul was called. And that's why when Nero threatened him. Ah, when they send a message to the apostle Paul. And says, when you go to Jerusalem, this is what they're going to do. They're going to bone you and they're going to beat you. And then they're going to destroy you. The apostle Paul looked and said, listen, I am ready.
2: I'm ready Call people I'm ready
1: people They're not afraid I'm not afraid Not afraid No weapon Miriam is Moses sister and God called Moses Moses didn't call himself and Miriam look at Moses and who you think you are and begin to look at him in ministry there's no family and there's no friends no friend and no family whoever you are and you rise up God will do bad things to you and Miriam decided to speak against Moses and God decided to bring judgment on Miriam and Moses had to get up and beg God not to destroy her because you need to understand it's not the person it's the anointing that's on the person the grace so when you discredit the person, you discredit the anointed, you discredit the grace and God will be upset with you because you discredit his anointing and his grace and there's a lot of people who God of called but many people discredited them discredited the grace i can tell you in adonai there's a lot of signs and wonders but there are people i can tell you that have discredited me oh yeah they've ostracized me they've said all the manner of evil but god sees it oh glory be the god because when you cut me open you will see a person that is about kingdom Before I found you, and knew you. You see, before there was a breath in his body, God knew him. And so anybody that God called, God already have a fellowship. He already know the passion. Before Jeremiah came through his mother, God says, I knew you, Jeremiah.
2: I knew you. And
1: after God established the purpose he said to him I have what and before you were born I consecrated you before you step in the earth I consecrate you some will come in the earth a certain way but some of us come consecrated we didn't just come like that step in the earth before your feet touch the earth you
2: already consecrated
1: so he said to Jeremiah I've set you apart through his own divinely providential actions of pre-recognition and pre-consecration So what does it mean to consecrate him? The word consecrate comes from the most important word in the Old Testament. It means kwadash. The word is kwadash and it means holy. He was dedicated for holy uses. God made him morally and ceremonially fit for the task. God allowed His Spirit to form Jeremiah before conception. God's Spirit formed the prophet before he was consume, consumed, uh, conceived rather. God's Spirit, so he had a set apart life. So, as a believer, we're called to be what set apart. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. There's a different level of calling upon us. For he says, for everything in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. So listen to these six things that happen when you talk about him being set apart. Recognize, the first thing is to recognize that the world is your enemy. When you're set apart, you know that the world is your enemy and you can't make friends with the world. Number two, they don't fall in love with the world. They separate number three, they separate from it. It says pure religion and undefined before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, in their affliction, rather, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Then you have to number four, when you're set apart, you set your affections. On the things that are above. Uh, many people are caught up with material things but a called out person. Material things are only designed to occupy until he comes. A person that is set apart. Their minds is always on heavenly things. How to move the kingdom of the Almighty God forward. Number five Lay up your treasures. A set apart person will lay up their treasures in heaven not where moth they're not going to lay treasure where moth comes and rust corrupt uh, and thieves will come and steal but their treasures are in heaven uh, they will do kingdom work uh, they will try to disciple, they will win souls for God uh, they will go out and they will witness they will pay their tithe good God almighty they will pray when the kingdom call for prayer, they will know that they need to bow their knees and begin to prayer ah, to the Almighty God. They pride themselves ah, in kingdom things. They're laying up their treasures ah, in heaven. ah, We're in a dispensation now. ah, Where everybody wants lots of money in the bank. ah, And leave the church ah, to lay waste. ah, But the devil is a liar. God is calling back the church. ah,
2: To occupy as he comes. Before he comes. ah, To get
1: to holiness, Tina says, be
2: holy, be holy.
1: In it. The problem is too much unholy people want to lead people. You're unholy but you want to lead people. Good God Almighty, God is looking for holiness. 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 There has to be a reverential fear. But some people don't fear God. They don't fear God. Until judgment come Until God bring judgment Judgment People will continue in their mess But it's a set apart If you can't deal with set apart Then step out Step down Step out set apart he went into before time because God is before time and he formed Jeremiah he allowed him to come in the earth and then he set him apart give him a different garment you see some come in the earth with a different garment God said, Jeremiah, I'm going to give you a holy cloak. God looked out of time. Look in time and realize that this group of people who is going to set free from Egypt, they're going to have a lot of issues. Jeremiah now stepping the earth with holiness. Jehokim and Zedekiah don't go to do the history Josiah was the only one who was righteous, came to the kingdom at the age of 8 and ruled for about 32 years don't quote me on that and restore order and put Israel back at the place but when Jehokim came, and I know you know the story, the kingdom was divided during the time of Rehoboam. Rehoboam created a civil war and it made them have the southern and the northern kingdom. Judah was in the south. Let me give you some history. Because I just want to preach to you. Uh, Judah was in the south and now you had uh, Israel in the north and Israel fell first to the Babylonians to the Assyrians rather and then the Assyrians, the Babylonian conquered the Assyrians and the only that was left was the southern kingdom uh, because God already said uh, that a remnant is coming so no matter how you kill there has to be a remnant uh, because Jesus has to come and here comes the southern kingdom Uh, Judah is in the south and all these kings did they mess up Uh, you know the story you know when Elijah came and all those prophets came uh, there was so much apostasy people doing their own thing ah, during the time of Jeremiah the pastors did not preach the word during the time of Jeremiah The prophets prophesied As per Baal Not what thus said God ah, The prophets told the people What they wanted to hear Ah, Shake it two times You're going to get a bend ah, Do this and that And God is going to give you a big house But there was no prophecy to say God is going to kill you If you don't leave that woman No prophecy I said God is going to kill you Judgment is going to come to your house Because you're wicked And God sees you're wicked because there's a judgmental side of God and there's a merciful side of God. But the prophets only told the people nice things. Be careful, leaders that only tell you nice things. Don't preach in the pulpit. I have been ostracized for this pulpit but I'll preach it till I die. Rimo, I'll preach it till I die. I'll preach it till I die. Rimo, I'll preach it till I die. Robo because to be Friend with the world is the enemy of God, but you better be a God pleaser and not a man pleaser. The prophets prophesy only what the people wanted to hear, and God was angry at Israel. Because they were doing idolatry. They were committing witchcraft. It is during that time. Go do some history in the Old Testament. That the other gods were sacrificing their children. Israel do also sacrifice their children too. Unto false gods. And they do everything that was evil. In the sight of the Lord. God said to them you are like a whore. Every green bay leaf you're under, every green tree you're under. He says, He says, even the the animals know their master, but my people don't know. Go read it. And so Jeremiah stepped in the earth uh, with a calling of holiness because God looked into time and realized that these people are going to become corrupt and wicked. And when you're in the world, if everything is dark, you won't see your way. Ah, but God says, i will raise up this prophet as a light to the nation that the people can know. Ah, but I am God, and I'm still speaking in the midst of despair, in the midst of oppression, in the midst of apostasy, in the midst of all of this calamity I'm still speaking and so he set Jeremiah apart give him a holy cloak and Jeremiah had to wear a yoke on his neck around his neck and even though Jeremiah is prophesying the people ignored him and even though just Jeremiah warned they did not hear a thing Jeremiah was saying and Jeremiah had Stand when all the other prophets was doing feel-good messages, he had to bring a message of doom, sometimes a message of judgment, and the people didn't like that, and so the people gave Jeremiah a hard time. God says. Before you step in the earth, before you step in the earth, there is a clothing upon you. There's righteousness upon you. And that which you are predestined for, you're set apart for it. And don't look at their faces. Don't listen to them. But go stand in the street and proclaim. The say, God, God is looking.
2: For some Jerry Maya during COVID.
1: established you must be born again you must be obedient you must practice spiritual discipline you must walk in in his precepts and you must live free from sin you see after those things are established God can ordain you you see you notice what happened It was man that ordained him as a prophet. And I believe that's why some denominations don't ordain anybody. There's some denominations that don't ordain. Because sometimes you're ordaining people that God didn't intend to. Did not intend to lead anybody. But the Bible says God ordained him as a prophet. Do you know what that means? It means God Gave him spiritual authority. He was appointed to the office of a prophet before his birth. So the ordination of him to be a prophet was not done in time. But in eternity. In the mind and the thought of God. He was foreordained to this office. Before the foundation of the world. Of which a declaration was made unto him. When he was now called unto it. To which he makes an answer. Jeremiah accepted the purpose. It wasn't easy. But he accepted the purpose. And that's why when he faced all of these calamity. He's known as the weeping. Prophet. He cried a lot, but he never gave up. Calling comes with a weight, and some people only see the flashy part, they only see the makeup and the dressing, but there's a weight. There's a weight for necessity is placed on you. And God says, I put it on you before you came in the earth. But it was a man that put it on you. But I have ordained you for such a time as this. It's not easy. know why it's not easy because sometimes the same people that you counsel are the people that's going to bring you to your demise in the future the same people that you cry for and beg God to have mercy will be the same people that give you the judgment The same people that you love will be the same people that hates you. The people that you bless will be the people that curse you. The people that you accept will be the same people that rejects you.
2: The
1: people that you will cry and beg God to create a shift Move maybe the same people that say, Bring you to the gallows, bring him to the gallows, but God says, because I ordain you, because I put a divine power of anointing upon you, you can take it in your strength. Because it's not a physical thing. But through the power of the Holy Ghost. Things will happen. But it can't. It can't. Kill you. No weapon. No weapon form. Will prosper because there's an ordination in the realm of the supernatural and because I have placed an ordination in the realm of the supernatural I have already activated the heavenly domain to bring you through this time period that no matter what comes your way you're gonna make it and I hear God telling somebody that if you can take it, you can make it Don't give up, don't give in Cry if you have to cry. Weep if you got to weep. Crawl if you got to crawl. Whatever you got to do. But stand still. Stand in your position. Stand in your position.
2: Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Keep it moving. Because you're predestined.
1: You're predestined. There's an anointing upon you, Adonai.
2: that breaks the yoke, but it's the anointed, the anointed is on you, and because of the anointed, the yokes will be broken when I talking to you.
1: I call you I call you You're
2: chosen You're chosen You're chosen You're royal priest You're a chosen lesson You're a chosen lesson Before the foundation of the earth You did not choose He chose you Talk. Let them talk. Let them bark. Let them speak.
1: through his death, his burial and his resurrection and we've heard of great ordinary men like Martin Luther and John Wesley and Charles Spurgeon but your name can go there. What did God create you for? What What is your purpose? Are you walking in your purpose? What are you doing for the Lord? Uh, what are you doing Uh, do you have a divine purpose Uh, um, it's time to walk in your divine purpose it's time turn your attention inwardly to yourself and do a self-examination and say God show me where I am want to walk in my divine calling I'm going to ask you to stand I'm going to stop there Jesus the altars are open some of you may ask, answer or asking God to answer that question But if you don't know the Lord, you cannot walk in your divine purpose unless you're born again. I want to extend an altar call for those who are not saved to come. And you're saying, listen, I don't know the Lord. I want to know the Lord. As my personal savior, I'm going to ask you to put it into the request. Or put it in the live feed, I should say. And if you're in the house, I'm going to ask you to come. If you need prayer, come. And if you want to give your life, if you feel the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, and you'd like to give your life to the Lord, please call us.
0: Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple. To bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adoniministries.ca to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one 647 882 9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries transforming lives through the kingdom of God.